Welcome to Ted in Your Head, the podcast created exclusively to help you transform your thinking to show up powerfully and authentically in your life and in your business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high performance coach. On this show, we talk about how to tap into the power of your mind, release bad habits, eliminate fear and the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. We dive deep into cultivating the success mindset that you need for a life of abundance, health, and happiness. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach, helping people to get out of their heads and into their bodies which was the topic of my last podcast. If you haven't listened to that, then you definitely should. So I help my clients to move forward and past those things that are keeping them from health, happiness, and success. The tool that I use is the tool of hypnosis that works at the level of the subconscious mind. Now, if you're new to this podcast or if you've never heard of hypnotherapy, then you might be thinking, yeah, no way I would ever let anybody get into my mind. Well, Okay, you're misinformed. Hypnosis is a state that we're in pretty much every single day of our lives. When you're driving, when you're spacing out, when you're daydreaming, all different forms of trance state. But uh, the important thing about trance or hypnosis is that it's a state of suggestibility. You're awake, you're aware, you're fully in control, your mind is open, so we can use the power of suggestion to help you move forward and past what I like to call stinking thinking, right? So if you have stinking thinking, if you have things in your life that are holding you back, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of our show. But let's get into the topic of today's podcast, the wounded child inside of you. Now, this is a topic that I first addressed in episode 318, which I believe was back in 2021. So I wanted to take a deeper dive into that, particularly in light of the many clients that are coming to me really working to heal um, wounds that were sustained in childhood, wounds of the inner child. So let's start with the idea of the inner child. This was something that psychologist Carl Gustav Jung first came up with as, as, as part of his divine child archetype. If you don't know what an archetype is, uh, look it up. Then the spiritual leader Emmett Fox, he took it a little step further. He called it the wonder child. And the concept of the inner child was further developed by Vivian and Arthur uh, Yanov in what was called primal scream therapy. This is back in the, uh, I believe it was late 60s, early 70s. John Lennon, the Beatle John Lennon, actually went through this therapy uh, in an attempt to heal his own childhood wounds resulting from the, uh, from the death of his mother. And then in the 1990s, pop psychologist and self-help movement leader John Bradshaw talked about the inner child as a way of dealing with, um, and this is according to Wikipedia, unresolved childhood experiences and the lingering dysfunctional effects of childhood dysfunction, the sum of mental emotional memories stored in the subconscious from conception through pre-puberty. So I think most of us have heard the term inner child, even though we may not really understand what it means. 
But the point is that we all have an inner child. It's a part of our psyche that is childlike. It's full of innocence, awe, wonder. Our inner child loves to play. And when we have a healthy inner child, then we're connected with with that part of us. And that allows us to feel a sense of excitement, inspiration, wonder, awe, joy, uh, allowing us to play. So this is what we might call integration, right? That part of us, that inner child is integrated into our daily life. And this comes from having a childhood where you grew up with a feeling of safety and security. But our inner child can be wounded from past childhood trauma. And since we don't want to feel that pain, and many times we, won't, we don't want to acknowledge it and we repress it, so we can become disconnected from our inner child. This is disintegration. As adults, we ignore that inner child. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to feel the pain. We don't want to deal with the pain or the reason why we have it. And that's when we start to feel, as adults, disconnected from life. That sense of emptiness, unhappiness. And this comes from childhood trauma where the child does not feel safe or secure. They feel scared, like the world's a dangerous place. And so in adulthood, this shows up many times generally as shame, guilt, anxiety, and what we call hypervigilance. According to the cptsdfoundation.org, which is a website that talks about complex PTSD, that's cptsdfoundation.org, on that website are some signs that you might be dealing with the wounded inner child. Some of those signs might be some of the following. A deep feeling that there's something wrong with you, right? There's something wrong with me. I don't know what it is, but there's got to be something wrong with me. Being a people pleaser is often a sign. Being a hoarder, the experience of anxiety when you're confronted with something new. Being unable to set boundaries, or if you do set boundaries, you feel guilty about it. Oftentimes, uh, one of the very common signs is you're driven to be a super achiever or a perfectionist. And another one is constant self-criticism. Many people that have that uh, inner wounded child feel ashamed at expressing their emotions. They feel ashamed of their bodies. They have a deep distrust of everybody else. They avoid conflict, no matter what the cost, and there's a fear of abandonment. So, you know, hey, look, Just because maybe occasionally you're a people pleaser doesn't mean you have a a wounded inner child. But if you can relate to a number of these signs, including shame, guilt, anxiety, and hypervigilance, then that's something you might want to take a look at. So how do we sustain these wounds? In other words, what causes us, what causes that inner child to become wounded? Well, it's not that difficult to figure out. Author Carol Wren Kniesel in 1991 wrote that childhood, quote, childhood trauma, where the child's needs are not met, destroys a child's sense of safety, causing them to become hypervigilant and scared. In adulthood, these inner children never go away, and neither does their feeling of being unsafe 
and that the world is a horrible and dangerous place. When a child feels continually endangered, a massive gaping wound opens in their psyche that is so painful that many adults unknowingly repress it. I mean, that is just profound. I almost want to read it again, but I'm not going to. I'll let you play it over again. But that was uh, Carol Rind Kniesel uh, said that in 1991. How are children made to feel unsafe? Three basic ways. Physical neglect, emotional neglect, and psychological neglect. Physical neglect being that the child is deprived of basic nourishment, safety. There may be physical or sexual abuse. Uh, Proper housing, a good place to sleep in, warm, comfortable place to sleep in. Emotional neglect, the child suffers from a lack of attention, a lack of interest, support, or love. The child does not get what they need for what we call secure attachment, a feeling that the caretaker is there for them and will keep them safe. And the last, psychological neglect, which may involve name-calling, bullying, ridicule, threats. So how can we begin to heal our wounded child? The first step is always awareness. Awareness that there is trauma and pain buried deep inside. This takes courage. It's easier to just ignore it, repress it, pretend it's not there. But that's not how healing happens. The first step is always to say, okay, well, I'm aware that, yeah, something happened. And I'm carrying it into my adulthood. And one of the ways that you can become more aware is notice when you get triggered into anxiety or fear or anger or depression. And boy, this really happens in relationships. That feeling of abandonment, when does that come up? So look for patterns. Notice negative patterns or reactivity that you feel you have no control over. The next step is acceptance. Very few of us get through childhood without sustaining some wounds. And it seems to me that we spend a large part of our adulthood coming to terms and overcoming and resolving what happened to us as little kids. So coming into a place of acceptance, I have this challenge and it's my responsibility to do something about it. I can do something about it. I want to do something about it. So that acceptance that it seems like part of being human is making it through childhood, but coming out of childhood a little little scarred, right? A little, little beat up. Not not necessarily physically, but emotionally or spiritually. So you can start by seeing that part of yourself, that wounded, scared part of yourself, as you would see any child in pain. So if you saw a scared, crying child alone on the street, chances are you would want to help that child. And a very powerful but very healing exercise that I do with my clients is I have them imagine exactly that. I have my clients visualize that they are, you know, in their homes or out walking down the sidewalk and they notice a scared, uh, crying child in distress. 
and they have them imagine that they're calling out to the child and saying, you know, come here, I want to help you, I won't hurt you. And then bringing that child close to them and offering some solace and comfort. And then they ask the child their name and the child is them. Child says their name. And then I have the client actually comfort that child and, you know, hold that child's hand. And most importantly, I have them tell the child that they will always be there for them, uh, that they will always take care of them. They promise to give that child attention, caring, and love. And that's a very, very powerful exercise. And for many of my clients, it's very, very emotional uh, to connect with that wounded child in this way. It's, I think, easy to judge ourselves as adults, to tear ourselves down, to say, you know, I shouldn't be that way or I should be this way. Um, But if we can relate to that part of us, that is the wounded child, I think we can find more compassion and more gentleness as we approach and deal with and resolve the wounded part of ourself. So author H. Raven Rose from her book, Shadow Selves, writes, she held herself until the sobs of the child inside subsided entirely. I love you, she told herself. It will all be okay. So this is another thing that I suggest to my clients is when they feel that wounded child being triggered, when they feel lonely, scared, sad, abandoned, they can actually talk to the child inside and say, it's okay. We're going to be okay. We'll get through this. Look, I'm here for you. I'll be strong for you. That's very, very powerful. And I invite you to try that and experiment with talking to yourself in that way. If you feel you have some childhood trauma and that your inner child has been wounded. What I often recommend is that you get a photo of yourself as a child. You put it in a frame and put it someplace where you can see it regularly. Celebrate that little kid. Um, And I've actually done that. I have a, a photo of myself. I think I'm about seven years old. And when I first found that photo in, in my mother's hope chest, um, I pulled it out and, and I showed it to some people. I said, hey, look, look, this is me when I'm seven. You know, look how cute I am. I'm wearing a little coat. But a couple of people said, oh, well, what else do you see in that photo? Because I see something else in that photo. And I, I, I looked real closely at that photo and I said, yeah, I, I see that that child is, is nervous, a little bit scared. Um, and I hadn't really seen that before. So I have that photo and I have a little candle in front of it um, to honor myself as a little kid and, you know, the magnificent little being that I was and, and still am in some sense. This is very powerful. Next thing that is very important that you can do is play. Make room for play. Be creative. Have fun. Ride a bike, fly a kite, draw, dance, sing. Do those things you love to do as a child. Let that little child come out and play. So healing, so important, uh, and so necessary to have that uh, that pleasure, the ability to feel pleasure in life, to involve yourself in play. And finally, if you feel that you have childhood trauma and that your inner child is wounded, get yourself into therapy. 
might be one of the best things that you ever did. And it will start a journey that I think you'll find very, very fulfilling and healing. It is a transformational journey. Begin to address some of the stuff that happened to you as a little kid. So I hope you enjoyed my podcast today. Uh, A very important subject, um, you know, something that I'm very passionate about. I am very passionate about taking care of children and the safety and care of children. Um, So if you want to have a conversation about your own uh, childhood trauma and you feel that I might be a valuable part of your healing journey, please reach out. You can go to tedmoreno.com and click on the contact menu. You can send me an email, say, hey, I want to have a a, a complimentary consultation. I offer a a half-hour complimentary consultation where we can talk, we can find out if hypnotherapy is right for you. You can ask some questions. And if you're ready, we can uh, schedule a session. Remember to check out uh, my stuff on social media. I'm out there on all the usual social media suspects. So drop by and say hello. And uh, finally, I'll leave you with a quote by spiritual teacher and writer, Yong Kang Chan, who said, your pain needs to be recognized and acknowledged. It needs to be acknowledged and then released. Avoiding pain is the same as denying it. Yeah, listen to that a few times. That is powerful. So, you're powerful too. Never forget that. Always be working on yourself. And if I can be of any help, reach out. Thank you so much for listening and lending me your ear. Have a wonderful day and take good care of yourself. We'll talk soon. Bye now. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. If bad habits, fears, and limiting beliefs are keeping you from the success you want, then it might be time to change your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. And we will see you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast podcast.